Buckle those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Well, host to the studio for the moment. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. EDU training for a better life. We'll tell you a little bit more about them later on. We also uh, are presented by strutmasters.com, the suspension experts, and uh, we will have a very special guest coming up in about an hour on this program. Her name is Audrey Worm, and she is an NHRA top fuel racer. And She's got something very special going on. Well, actually, she's got a couple of things very special going on. Uh, we'll tell you about both of them, but uh, one of them ties directly into strutmasters.com. And, of course, uh, we are also sponsored by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. My name is Tom Baker. I will be joined momentarily by Randy Miller. We have Chris Murdoch over in the tech shed, and Chris is punching all the right buttons to keep us on the air, both audio and video. Hola. Hello. And uh, you'll be hearing from Chris as well. So this is uh, going to be a very good show. We are really excited about uh, this. We're going to talk some NASCAR. We're going to talk some IndyCar. We're going to debate a few things because that's what we do here, and we're going to have some fun. We've got, actually, this particular show comes off what I think was a very interesting weekend of IndyCar racing. I'm not so bullish on the NASCAR weekend, but we'll talk about all that, and we've got some news that broke over the course of this week that we want to get to as well on the NASCAR side of things that I find to be very interesting and a rumor that's been going around for a while that we'll get to in due course on this program as well. So now that you know what's ahead, grab your favorite beverage and a snack, sit back, relax. Motorsports Madness will officially kick off when we come back. You're listening to this show live on Performance Motorsports Network or on one of our many affiliates across the country. On Race Chaser Media, we shall be right back. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> 
It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. This is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. (laughs) Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. In the time it took us to step away for a few minutes, Randy appeared out of thin air. I'm starting the show a lot down, but that's okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna forgive you for that. We'll let you we'll let you take the wave around. Yes, I'll take the wave around, and we'll throw the green uh, traffic. Unfortunately, uh, can be a you know what sometimes. So I found the bad part about living here. Yes, (laughs) Uh, well, there's there's traffic everywhere, so it's okay. We kick off tonight's show, uh, and let's start uh, with with some NASCAR stuff because obviously we're coming off a weekend. I don't know. I mean, when you really look at it, um, I feel like we're almost at a point in the NASCAR season where we have a pretty good data sample now in the package and, you know, notwithstanding Kyle Busch, um, you know, I think that the feedback I've gotten has been pretty positive about the package. Um, Do you feel like the, if you were in charge, there are any major changes you'd be making as we go forward in the season. I, I mean, there's all kinds of changes that I would obviously want to make. I mean, the performances of the cars being number one. I mean, I feel like the what we've done is lost a lot of the brand identity. And I mean, you can you can stick a decal on any car and go, look, it's Ford, or oh, look, it's a Chevy. Yeah. And and I think we've we've lost that. And and I think that's the one thing that a lot of the old school NASCAR fans miss about the sport is that they can't just pick out their favorite car in a crowd, you know, of right. of cars. Um, that being said, I mean, I know a lot of things with the Gen 7 car, you know, are, are they sound exciting on paper, and whether or not that translates into an actual product that, that sounds and then looks good, who knows. But um, but I feel like the package overall this year especially, they, they started getting it right. And what, what I fear is, is that NASCAR has a tendency to, when things start going right, they make changes to, you know, do a 180 and go back the other way. So 
hopefully the changes they're making are going to be positive changes for the future because the, the competition, um, even though it's been dominated by JGR and Penske for the most of the season, the competition, you can't deny that every single race, I feel like, maybe with the exception of a couple, have been not outstanding, but they've been tons better than what they have been in years past. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, the green flag passes for the leader up. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've had uh, uh, we've had a very interesting season in terms of drivers coming and going. It seems like it has been a battle between Penske and JGR for much yeah. of the year. Yeah. But, I mean, in all honesty, I feel like the racing, for the most part, has been good. Now, you know, Pocono is Pocono. I actually thought for Pocono, I thought the cup race was actually fairly entertaining now for for it being Pocono for being Pocono right, exactly and look you know and I've thought about this because we talked about this on a show earlier in the week you know I don't I don't want to I don't want to disrespect the folks at Pocono people have to understand Pocono was not built for stock cars correct any more than Indy was built for stock cars right. we're built for Indy cars mm-hmm. Pocono is pretty much three straightaways it's a triangle you know, hence the tricky triangle. Those types of tracks don't make good stock car tracks. Now, by the same token, some of the street courses, for example, that would make good courses for IndyCar don't make good stock car tracks because, you know, the stock cars are a whole different breed. They're, they're a lot heavier. They take a lot more to stop. You know, you, you just... It's it's hard to even envision stock cars on a street course. I mean, right. you would, you know, maybe there may be a street course, maybe a Long Beach. I don't know. But I just, there's not a lot of room in those courses. Same token, you're not bringing Indy cars to Martinsville. That's right. not what they do. I mean, I'd be okay with that. So, so well, I just, I mean, that would be a terrible <laughs> It'd show. It'd be a one, one show and that's not, but. Indy cars. Call, we could call it a science project. Yeah, that's yeah. Basically, it's basically, you know, jet planes flying around a gymnasium. Is, so that's what they used to say about the supermodifieds when they would go to Star Speedway, which is a tiny little third mile, I think it is. Um, they were running nine second laps. I mean, it just it, it's jet planes running around a gymnasium. So here's my point to this. There are certain tracks that people just have to understand. You're not going to produce the best racing at those tracks. And there's really no way to make the racing at Pocono as exciting as, say, the racing at Bristol or Martinsville or Richmond or even some of the other mile-and-a-halves have been this year. Mm-hmm. Kansas was a great race. You know, you have you have races like that. I thought Charlotte, actually, the 600 wasn't, you know, it's never going to be the same kind of a race that a short track race is, but the 600 for the 600 I thought was a good race this year. So, right. you know, you have all of these these situations, but I think the package overall, as far as I'm concerned, I give it a B. What would you grade it? Uh, yeah, I think B, maybe a B minus. I mean, there obviously are some things that need to be to be worked on in order to make it more exciting for the fans. But I mean, we're talking about tracks like you mentioned the six hundred. The six hundred is a strategic race. Right. It's not a exactly you know a, a short burst race. of whatever. I mean, it's 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 literally it was meant for an endurance right. race. That's how it got its name. That's how it got its exactly. moniker. That's the way it's always going to be. It's if it if it changes anything other than six hundred miles, it becomes an obsolete you know point at that point because that's what the race has always been about. Um, I remember uh, the which was then the Bush series. They they did an experiment at Nazareth Speedway one year, and that only yep. lasted for one year right. because it's not like you said. Those aren't tracks made for for stock cars, right. but. 
Um, but then you go to another track like, you know, Canadian Tire, you know, uh, in, in Canada, that's a really good race for a yes, road course race. absolutely. Um, but I mean, there's different things. In, and I know with the new schedule coming in 2021, we'll see all these different things play into effect. And maybe it's a situation where NASCAR says, okay, we're going to try this track. If it doesn't work, we'll take it off the schedule and replace it with right. something else the following year because they don't have that um, that contract anymore to have to, you know, abide by. But Well, and this is where I was taking this whole ship. This is why I, I opened this door in the first place is to say that I am hearing, and I, I heard it again this week, there are going to be some wholesale changes mm-hmm. in 2021. You're going to see some tracks that are on the schedule every year and not be on the schedule in 2021, or they might have a one race. And Pocono is a track that I think is probably fighting for its collective life because they need NASCAR, obviously, but they understand they're not owned by either of the major NASCAR groups. Now, you know, this whole big five-race weekend that they're doing next year, I think they're kind of hoping this goes over so well that NASCAR looks and goes, we have to do that again and again, and that becomes sort of the hook that Pocono gets. They're that one race every year when you do the double and, you know, add all these other things and whatever. But, um, you know, there are going to be some wholesale changes. I think the fans need to just sit back and give it time to play out because even with the schedule changes they made next year, some pretty big stuff going on. But I think in 2021, you are going to see more short tracks. You might see another road course or two, and you're going to see some tracks not run two shows or run at all in that that year. I think NASCAR's brass is going to make a big point. So mm-hmm. I think the package performance-wise, we're headed in the right direction You're never going to see major horsepower again because that's not what they're building for the road. Um, But, you know, and I think we are going to eventually see a third and maybe a fourth manufacturer. Um, There's too much smoke out there in that department, too, for there not to be some fire. Exactly. Exactly. Um, While we've got a minute or two, I just want to uh, quickly update because for for our live audience, in 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 real time here second round truck practice at texas just finished up johnny Sauter at yeah, the top of the charts yeah, yeah. yep yep here that. we go grand m finger second sheldon creed in oh, wow. third sheldon's always fast yeah, he's sheldon always fast. is always fast Super crafty matt crafton in fourth todd gillow in fifth and look at this Corey roper wow. in his home state on That's his awesome. home track Corey roper Sitting in sixth right now in practice. Um, the I like rest- to see the. I like to see the the, the under the under. You know, people win the the yeah. underfunded teams and the yep. teams. And he's at the, uh, he was on the show a couple months ago again, talking talking about how fascinating he, interview. Uh, he bought all those trucks from from Brad Keselowski when he shut yep. his truck operation BKR. down. And yep. you know, he's just a hometown guy doing it all by himself. Yep. so that's awesome to see. Yep, Corey Roper sixth quick in second round practice. Brett Moffitt seventh. Harrison Burton, 8th, Gus Dean, ninth, and look at Tyler Ankrum sitting there, 10th quick in the Railblazer. I just like that name, yeah, Railblazer, awesome uh, sponsored that's 17 cool. Toyota for DGR. Tyler is one of those drivers that you just know um, is going to blossom into a champion. He Superstar is, in the making. He really is. Yep. He's got the entire package. He's a great kid, very humble, feeds the cows, does all of his you know chores on the farm, does his homework. Um, you know, he's, he's got a very bright future ahead of him. And with that, we're going to take a break more motorsports madness after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by uh, both HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety, and mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Tom Baker, Randy Miller in the Jacob studio. No, Jacob is uh, not here today. He is off Covering other events, he will be back next week. I was about to say he's lacking the American flag shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah only we, only one person in the world could pull that off, and that is not me. We're doing our ACDC uh, tribute tonight. Back in black is yes. basically how that works. Uh, and uh, yeah, so um, as we were talking about, we were looking at uh, truck series practice, and y- you know, th- the schedule for Texas. I love. 
when you have night racing. I love when you have triple headers. I love when the trucks run on a Friday because it just always feels, you know, special when you have a Friday night race to watch, mm -hmm. you know, on TV. And Texas is one of my favorite truck tracks. The trucks always put on great shows. You know, you, you look at practices and you can only deduce so much because you don't know what everybody's doing in terms of setup. Let's go back to practice one for a second. Here's Ben Rhodes at the top of the charts. Johnny Sauter and Grant M. Finger and Sheldon Creed in the top four. So those three from practice two were also in the top five in practice one. And we can look at Matt Craft and he's seventh. I think the, the first thing that everybody better realize is, holy cow, Thorsport is fast. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, Thorsport they got is, their act together this weekend. It's Which it's odd to see a team, uh, especially in the truck series with how much competitive it is, you know, yep. that to have all of your trucks, you know, running great at the same time. Because usually there's always, look at the Cup Series with, with Gibbs. Right. You've got three cars running great. Eric Jones, not so much, although he's coming on, you know, in recent weeks. Penske, right. you've got... You know, Logano and, and Brad doing great, but then Blaney's not so great, but he's still, you know, kind of up there. So th it's it's rare to have a team be that dominant and have all those trucks and cars right up in the top. Look who is P6 in practice one, Jordan Anderson. Wow. Young man, is job. he's starting to get Good there job, slowly Jordan. but surely. And by the way, everybody's, everybody's paying attention this weekend to Kyle Busch Motorsports for a whole different reason than normal, the Biff. Greg Biffle is back in action, driving the 51 truck one race deal, and he was P11 in the first practice. He was P12, I think. In the in second, the practice. second practice, you're yeah, correct, P12. P12. So, um, and Jordan Anderson, P13. So, you know, we start to be able to draw some conclusions about who might be fast in Friday night's race, and there's some names for you to pay attention to. Um, now, two things about this truck race. First of all, this is the first race of the triple truck challenge, mm -hmm. 50 grand on the line. Um, then if you win the second race, Iowa, Iowa, it's mm -hmm. another 50 grand. If you win the third race at gateway, mm -hmm. it's another 50 grand, but you get a $25,000 bonus to win all three races. Now, why I bring this up is because a, you know these guys and girls are going to bring the heat because this is a huge prize for yes. a truck series racer, I mean, right? Think about a guy like Jordan Anderson, you know, if yeah. he would happen to come away with a win. Yeah. That would be, you know, work wonders for a team like him or even like a Corey Roper, you know, having be in a situation where they could possibly win. Even $50,000 would go a long way to a team that's yeah. It would be a big difference in their season. But there's another team that made a big announcement this week. Ross Chastain actually forfeiting his status as an Xfinity points chaser and instead electing to switch to chasing truck series points for the balance of the year so that he can race at Texas. Now, this is interesting for a number of reasons. Number one, he was not scheduled to run this show. Um, because, again, he had a split split schedule with Nice Motorsports. Kyle Benjamin's in the 45 truck, which is 18th quick um, after second-round practice. Now, Chastain is in the 38 truck and will be for the rest of the season. And here's why this had to work out the way it did. First of all, he had to forfeit all of his 
Trucks are his points he'd accumulated up to now. He, ha- he can't use the win that he got as, you know, play- being playoff eligible. So Ross is starting from zero a- as we go forward. There's been eight races run. He's got about 16 races. This is race nine. He's got, I think, about 16 races to... Number one, he's got to put himself in the top 20. Number two, he's got to win again if he wants to make the playoffs. Those two things have to be true. He's got to win, and he's got to be in the top 20 when the playoffs start. One, being in the top 20, I think will be, if, if he doesn't have a disaster and they could run anywhere near the way he was running in the 45 truck, he's in. Yes. I mean, that, that's, the top 20 is not going to be a problem. There's enough races left for him to do that. The big deal for me is can he win a race in the 38 now one would figure that a lot of the guys and a lot of the trucks that he was running as the 45 truck trucks chris are now the 38 trucks and they have actually hired some new guys to move people around the way that they want them to be so that uh you know ross has what he needs to chase a championship in this series well my first question to you guys is is what happens to the rest of his xfinity stuff does he still finish that out because that could play into some news we also learned today tom do they fill out the four car with the the some guys that they're bringing in uh because you gotta think they're they're racing at texas and michigan this week does he hop a plane and go all the way to michigan well see that was the other situation is because there weren't sponsors. This this basically was Ross's best shot to keep going as much as he can because there weren't sponsors to fill all his races, the four car with JD or the 10 car with colleague in the Xfinity series. So this is a situation right now where Ross is hedging all of his bets on the fact that he can make the, the truck series playoffs and run for a title. And Yes, we, we saw, had another announcement. I, I mentioned this at the top of the show. There was news this week. One of the breaking stories, especially for us down here, young Ryan Repco, who is a very promising young late model racer who's done well in some ARCA races in recent history. Mason Mitchell is going to run the four car at Iowa and, and some other races as well. Um, we know that there will be uh, a couple of other drivers that JD brings in. So yeah, this is going to be really interesting to, to see how this works out because Nice Motorsports has grown so tremendously and increased their performance so much this year since teaming with GMS Racing for tech support. Ross especially has been chasing wins in top threes, top fives every week. Um, I think, Randy, that, well, let's go around the table. Where would you put, what percentage would you put on Ross Chastain winning another race and making the playoffs so he can run for a championship this year? I don't, I mean, I, I want to go more than 50% because I feel like they have, especially now, they have the equipment that they need to make that happen. Um, so I, I'll put it at about like a 65%. I mean, I feel like he, getting into the top 20, like you said, is not going to be an issue because half of the trucks behind him and in front of him, I mean, don't even run all the series races right. anyways. So... Getting into the top 20 is not going to be a problem. Once he gets to about 15th or so in the standings, that's when things are going to get a little bit tougher. Yep. Um, But even still, I mean, I I feel like if he continues to be consistent, it's it's all about consistency. You you I mean, it's it's been shown and proven that if you're consistent enough, you can at least maintain some points and gain some points here and there, even if it's not much um, over the course of you know four, five, six races. Now, I mean, we start getting into the end of summer, toward the you know beginning of where the chase would be. 
you know, that so are you thinking that he could possibly point? In? I don't see. I don't think he can. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to do the math. I think he's got to win. I because it's the top eight, correct? Tops is it or top six? I think it's, it's either seven or eight. I can't remember now. I, I believe it's. Because I think it's, be top eight. I think yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. But yeah. I don't think he could get that far without. I think he's got to win to get in, Chris. I say an 85% shot because we looked at the stats the other day, Tom. He hasn't finished out of the top 10 all year. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's to me, I feel like this is achievable, but he's got to win. And that's why I put that into the question. What are the percentages that he wins and, and uh, gets into the playoffs? I say it's at least an 85% chance. I almost want to go 90. I believe that 38 truck will find victory lane and will be in the playoffs he'll finish top 20 in points and i believe he'll win and put himself in the playoffs now whether you know he's able to run for the championship or not is is a different matter but once you get ross chastain in that kind of a situation they've really hedged some bets here but here's the bigger thing is they they've they've basically made themselves in a situation where they can go try to challenge in the next three races, and that's a big deal. Nice Motorsports and Ross Chastain have really made an interesting strategy play here, and I love it. And people are asking, is this legal? Yep, it's legal. <laughs> it's I legal. mean, why would NASCAR not allow it? You're forfeiting all your points. There's no advantage to this unless you're just that confident that you can make this up. And Kyle Busch came in 11 races uh, down into the cup season. He spotted everybody 11 races, won a championship. So it's not impossible, folks. And this Nice Motorsports team is really on a momentum high this year. They believe in themselves. They believe in Ross Chastain. And apparently, Ross really believes in them because... He gave up his eligibility. He wasn't that far out of the Xfinity Series playoffs with JD Motorsports. He gave up his eligibility to be in the playoffs um, in that series to go and do this. And, of course, you know, JD Motorsports, I'm sure, was more than happy to support him in the effort because here he's a championship contender, obviously, in the Xfinity Series. He's not. Even if he were fortunate enough to win a race and get the playoffs, you're probably not thinking that he, you know, he goes to Homestead with a shot to win the championship in JD equipment just now. He's so, going to be hungry also. I mean, absolutely. You know, having done what he did, now he's like, I, you know, I've, I've made my bed and I have to lie in it. So now I'm going to have exactly to go out and right. prove so myself. So. The truck race tomorrow is going to be interesting to watch, but uh, keep in mind, 38, Ross Chastain, 45, Kyle Benjamin. Ross will be running the 38 truck for the rest of the year for Nice Motorsports. With that, we're going to step aside once again. When we come back, we continue with more of Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Stick around. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Jesse Love and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Is that good, like, rollover music, do you think, Randy? Because that's, what, like it. that's what happened to I, I poor Jesse it. last week at Jacksonville. And Visions the, of Demolition Derby's in my head. And the midget, uh, he, did a, he had a nasty flip in practice, but uh, they cleared him, and he brought out the back, they brought out the backup car, Keith Coons did. The boy went out and finished in the top five for like the first his, time ever. Like his father, Duke, said, he got some frequent flyer miles. Yeah, he definitely got some frequent flyer miles. It's not hard to do in a sprint car. No. Not well, at a all. midget is what it was. And actually, he almost parked it, put it right out of the park. But uh, thankfully, Jesse was okay and uh, was able to finish in the top five. I had a good run with the backup car in the feature event and a credit to Keith Coons Racing to be able to dial it in that quick and and have Jesse uh, in position to win it late in the race, actually. So um, I think he finished fourth in the end. So good run for him. We continue with Motorsports Madness presented by My Computer Career, training for a better life. And it won't be too long from now that we are going to have Audrey Worm on the program. Audrey is an NHRA top fuel racer who is 
now sponsored as of this week. New partnership uh, was announced with Strutmasters.com, who is also a huge part of uh, what we do here at Race Chase. And we are grateful to Chip and Randy and all of the folks at Strutmasters for their support that they give to us. And she, uh, she's, <coughs> excuse me, she's going to be on the program about eight o'clock Eastern. And she's going to talk about uh, some things she's got going on. She actually has a cause that she races for, and she's got a really neat story. So we're going to we're going to look forward to hearing from her in a little while. But um, as we continue with the program, we continue to talk about what's going on in NASCAR. And, you know, as we head into Texas here, it starts to get closer and closer to uh, farewell for Fox for the season, and yep. more importantly, and for me personally, sadly, farewell to Daryl Waltrip in the broadcast booth. No he's more boogity, boogity, boogity. Yeah, he's only got a few races left here. Um, you know, it's uh, for for me when I start thinking about all of all of the entertainment that he's provided us, and I know a lot of people, you know, they get tired of his stick or whatever but it's like you know what daryl has given a lot to the sport and mm -hmm. you know i feel like when he's gone there are going to be people who are going to go you know what i do kind of miss him right exactly you know you don't miss him until it's gone <laughs> i know i'm going to miss yeah. him big time um you know we're actually looking forward we uh, are in the process of working on getting him scheduled for for to appear on this show um a little bit uh, later on uh in the summer so we're excited about that uh daryl has graciously agreed to join us um but of course we have to wait until after his obligations are are filled um but it's going to be interesting to see who actually replaces him mm -hmm. and you know i don't I, for me right now it's one of the things that i think about because i do when, when i listen to the broadcast i'm not one of these folks who turns off the tv announcers and listens to the radio guys Yeah, that's weird to me i love the radio guys um you know i'm i'm very uh very very respectful of mrn and prn they do a great job of covering the events but i want to hear the tv guys of course you know and right. so for me um daryl leaving the booth is those are big shoes to fill mm -hmm. and kevin harvick keeps denying that he's going to be the replacement for Daryl Waltrip in the booth next year. He's still under contract, mind you. The question becomes, do we really believe him? Um, and you start looking out there and you see, well, we've got Cole Custer, who is down there in the Xfinity series. And Cole right now is maybe, with the exception of Tyler Reddick, they're certainly the two hottest properties in that series. Mm -hmm. Cole is driving like a, a, a young man who thinks he's ready for a cup ride in 2020. Gee, I wonder why. Okay. And, of course, you know, Cole Custer is directly connected to uh, the Haas team, and, and, and obviously that's where he's going to end up. So you start looking at this. I mean, we're close to halfway through here. You start looking at this. You start thinking about next year, and you start saying, well, if Cole Custer does come up to Cup, does somebody from Stuart Haas exit to make room for Cole Custer okay. to come up for Cup in 2020? And because it would, it would be hard for me to fathom that Cole Custer actually 
stays in Xfinity another, another year. year. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a classic case of, of uh, uh, Christopher Bell, too. There's no way Christopher yeah. Bell is going to stay in The interesting thing, that I something that I discovered today, that all three, I believe, and I have to double-check my, my math, but I believe all three Stuart Haas drivers are in a contract year. So um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, all three um, of them... I would Actually, I would have to think Suarez signed for Suarez at least two maybe years. not, but I think uh, but Amarola you might be right about and Amarola. Um, I know I know that uh, Amarola and Boyer is, for sure are. I, believe I think Harvick's this is Harvick. got a longer contract than that. We'll double check it a little, but I'm pretty yeah. sure at least two of the three are you know in a contract year, and and I can even see a situation where like a Chase Briscoe. Um, comes along with Cole and makes it a you know well kind of a double. See that's going to be another thing is, is thing. Chase is down there, but Chase is a Ford driver. That's true. He's not so much. I mean, you got to understand for those of you who don't know, um, Cole Custer's father Joe is basically like third in command, right? Pretty much at, right. at Stuart Oz. So you know, <laughs> it's a guaranteed thing. Just don't know when you're going. Anyway. You know, to that. So here's the question, and Justin Sullivan in our chat beat me to it. Um, Good job, Justin. You you read my mind. You need to get out of there because this is a circus. Unless you don't want to be. It's the, there's circus going on up here in this head 24-7. I just only opened it to the public for a few hours a week. Um, but it, Justin speculates. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think they add a car? Do we see a four-car oh, team? I I yes think no? that, I think that they will, but I don't think that they should. Because I – and anybody who knows me knows that I hate – teams that blow up too fast because I feel like when you, well, when you do that, well, I know, but I mean, I, this year, especially, like, if you'd asked me this at the end of last year, I'd be like, absolutely, four cars, guarantee, great job. But this year, they're off. And I don't feel like if adding the fourth car is going to make that better because you, you have three other teams that you still need to make good. Hold on a second. Well, here. I mean. We're, wait, wait a minute. We're, we're all, I just realized that we're all, we're all wrong here. Including Justin. See, this is what you get, Justin, for reading. Oh, they are mind. already a four-car team. This is, they already are a four-car <laughs> team. They got a four. They got a ten. They got a fourteen and a forty-one. It's Thursday. So, what? Yeah, sorry. They, they already sorry. have. They they already have a four-car team. So. Um, this is what Justin gets for reading my mind. That's how that um, has to show you where Daniel Suarez is on the totem pole. So, we don't even we don't so, even remember he even. So works let's change the question: Who goes if if they bring Cole up? Who is most likely to go? Now, before you answer that, let's look at this. You've got Eric Amarola. He just came over and he's brought Smithfield. Okay, okay you've got Daniel Suarez, and he brought all his funding mm -hmm. to the team. Um, you've got. Kevin Harvick, who will have a ride for as long as Kevin wants to have a ride. Let's be real here. Right. And you've got Clint Boyer. Mm-hmm. And Clint's in the contract here. Right. So this is why I brought all this up about Fox and about Kevin. And it, because there's it only so long that Cole can stay down there and keep running Xfinity, I would think. And eventually somebody's got to shuffle out so he can shuffle in. Right. Or um, somebody else is going to pay him a lot more money than what, you know, Ford. And, well, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe. I, I, I mean, get, you know, I mean. Now, you know, Ford could say, hey, I will put a third car over at Roush or we'll do, you know, whatever. But, you know, I don't think Briscoe's ready for Cup yet. I no. think there's more that he can do in the Xfinity series. But you've, you've also got Austin Sindrick down there who probably also could use one more year in Xfinity. But, you know, he's coming up to Penske because he's – Got that same family tie he's, to Penske, he's married to Penske that you know, yeah, that yeah. Uh, Cole has. So this is what's so intriguing about this time of the year is once we get to the halfway point, you know, the the 
the sort of behind the scenes stuff starts playing out because you know teams start they want to they want to have things in place before the season ends or just after so they're already talking about okay what's next year look like and you know i see a couple of situations of which i think cole custer's the biggest one but certainly chris bell as well mm-hmm. where it's going to be real interesting there's no obvious place that either of those two young men go in 2020 and Custer in particular is just really on top of it right now mm-hmm. in the Xfinity series. Him and Tyler Reddick are the show. Yes, Chris Bell is one. Yes, he's run well. I think other guys have too. But it has come down to, at least at this moment, it's a battle between those two guys. It's Custer and it's and it's Reddick. And even Tyler Reddick, I think, would be ready for Cup in 2020 uh 2020 but you know there's got to be the funding there to put him in the third children's car but we know where he's likely going he's going to end up in the children's car when he goes as hot as he is right now i I think any anybody would want to sponsor a driver that is hot as he is right now in the circuit so i mean mean, so this is what you know i try to look at things a little differently i mean you listen to all these other shows they're talking about pogador talking about texas i like to have some conversation about what's going on behind the scenes and that was something that jumped out at me this week is there are a few drivers that are kind of sitting in limbo waiting for a space, I think. And, you know, you look at DW going out and there Fox is going to want somebody powerful to step into that role. And, you know, Kurt Busch certainly could be an opportunity if he retires. But there's a lot of speculation about whether he actually goes one more year. Um, you know, and you would think that Ross Chastain might be the heir apparent to that car. But there's nothing in writing about that. Right. So, you know, this is already shaping up. We aren't even halfway through this season. And if you look at what's going on behind the scenes, is already shaping up to be a really interesting season, winding down silly season, um, because there's a lot to be decided here and some very key uh, situations that have to be resolved before we go racing next year. So, um, you know, Daryl Waltrip retiring at Fox opens up a door that could have an impact, you know, and somebody's situation who is currently racing in the Cup the, Series. The dominoes are going to fall at some point in time. Yeah. But the, the interesting thing, too, is I know Smithfield, even though they signed on, I think they're actually in a year where they can, you know, plus or minus some races, too. So I think... That have, will have an effect on what happens with Eric Amarola because if Smithfield decides not to come back next year completely, then Eric could be out of a ride because if he doesn't have sponsorship, then you don't have a ride. But if Cole can bring some sponsorship with him uh, from his Xfinity series, then that's an easy ride for him to get into. So a, a lot of things are going to are gonna transpire over the course of the next several months. Um, silly season. I thought last year's silly season was crazy, but I feel like this year could even be more crazy because, you know, again, with Daryl with retiring – you know, Harvey gets that yeah. position. Personally, I would like to see somebody younger, like maybe a Regan Smith or somebody go in that spot because I feel like yeah, see, I what we lady. need in, at Fox is a younger driver that's not racing right now, even if it's like a Jamie McMurray, just to have that, that camaraderie between, you know, the older Wait generation minute, of Gordon. I, Jamie isn't that much younger than Harvey. Well, that's, very, that's true, <laughs> but he's raced a little longer well, than, you know, by, by one year or two, but... Um, I think a guy like Regan Smith would be great because yeah, that see, would be I, the camaraderie between the Regan. older and the current I think Regan's enthusiasm and his passion, mm-hmm. along with Jeff Gordon, would be a very interesting booth. I think oh. it would be it would be the same type of 
energy as you have on NBC with Jeff Burton and Dale Jr. Um, So, you know, I think that's definitely a situation where this could go a lot of different ways. But I just thought, you know, there's that whole six degrees of separation thing that goes on. And there's a lot of dominoes that could fall here to determine who's doing what in 2020. And we're not even quite halfway through 2019 yet. You know that the folks behind the scenes are already starting to think about some of that. Um, and, and it's it's fun for us as fans to speculate about. And there's going to be, for sure, some excitement. So with that, back with more after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Riley Herbst, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back. 
Motorsports Madness continues. Riley almost got him a win on the ARCA race the other night. What's that? I said Riley almost got him he a win on the ARCA race the other night until yeah. Time Jessica came along and won two in a row. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and, and there's, there's another great story. We've uh -huh. just got a, a couple of moments in this segment. So let's talk about Ty a little bit. Here's a young man. For those of you who aren't familiar with Ty Majeski, he's a Midwest boy um, who came up through dirt go-karts and then got into stock car, late model stock cars. And Ty has been a terror in the late model circuit for a number of years now. Um, got a shot to go Xfinity racing in Roush's driver development program they could never really do much with him for funding wise. And that's sad because he's extremely marketable, but mm -hmm. eventually that sort of faded out and he's been scratching to do whatever he could. He jumps into, uh, you know, this, this ARCA opportunity and he has won two races in a row for, for Chad Bryant racing. And right now looks like a world beater. The kid is an amazing racer um very aggressive very i would say as close to a natural talent as it gets he's one of the the top if not the top i racer on the planet right now mm -hmm. um and you know ty is just in a great position for somebody to snatch him and give him an opportunity yeah and it's unfortunate you know because he all that time he spent a rash and you know he never got off the ground and never really got a whole lot of you know good good opportunities with the rash organization and unfortunately you know ended up losing that opportunity, but then, you know, along comes the Arca ride and now he's back in, you know, that thing going back up again. So, yep. I mean, um, that, that's all it takes is one good opportunity and, you know, you're right back in the thick of things again. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's really an interesting scenario for him to be in because I don't even know if he had, uh, I don't know how many more races he has in that car right now, but I would surely hope that somebody would make it really possible for him to, uh, to continue on because he, he at this point you know he could probably rack up four or five more wins the way he's running <laughs> you oh, know yeah, um, but it is definitely uh, a great time to be time at Jeske. and Ty is a young driver that if he can just get an opportunity he will definitely be one to watch in the national NASCAR series it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here this season okay we're going to step aside one more time when we come back we will have a very special guest coming up um, and look forward to that. Back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. 
It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Hey, welcome back to Motorsports Madness here on Performance Motorsports Network. And also we are live on our Race Chaser Media Facebook page. We had a little bit of a stream issue earlier on, but uh, that has been corrected now. So uh, back live on the Facebook page. If you're listening to this uh, at some point after Thursday night, then, you know, obviously uh, you are hearing us on one of our affiliates and uh, we're grateful that uh, we have so many of you that, that join us on a weekly basis with this show. And we're really excited about uh, some things we got coming up. Of course, tonight in our next segment, we're going to talk to a young lady who is uh, competing in the NHRA top fuel uh, division. And uh, Audrey Worm is, she's got a, a really interesting background story and excited to be talking with her. But I want to talk first about one of our sponsors, My Computer Career, because mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. Here's the deal. If you are looking for a career change or you're looking for a first career, doesn't matter. If you're not good at math or science, doesn't matter. Not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. They have seven campuses located across the USA, or you can do this online. They have a free career evaluation test that you can take on their website to determine if IT might be a fit for you. If you think that it is and you want to go forward, they have financial aid available if you are eligible, including the GI Bill. And they are just a great way to either re-educate yourself and make a change, or maybe you're coming out of high school, out of college, and you just want to do something different than what you're currently doing. It's a great place to do it. Mycomputercareer.edu. It is training for a better life. We really appreciate their support. And it's always interesting when I go to visit their Raleigh campus and talk with some of the students to hear their reaction to the training. And they do have job placement services available as well so a lot of good stuff going on with mycomputercareer.edu check out their website take the free career evaluation not rocket science it's my computer career and it is a good option for you if in fact you are looking at trying to figure out what's next two million unfilled cybersecurity jobs mycomputercareer.edu will give you the training to fill one of those positions back with more audrey joins us around the turn 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Todd Gillant, and you're listening to Race Talk on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. As we continue with the program this evening, we are joined by a very special guest as we get ready to start what is our second hour of the program, or second half of the program. We are joined by Audrey Worm. Audrey is an NHRA top fuel racer. Audrey, first of all, welcome to the program. We are very happy to have you. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Well, it's uh, it's great. It's always great to talk with an NHRA drag racer because I'm a huge fan of the series, and I have absolutely no clue how a human being can go 300 miles an hour 
uh, for about three seconds and not get out of that car and just be so dizzy that you can't stand up? Oh, it's definitely an adrenaline rush. <laughs> I bet it is. Well, tell us a little bit about your background, Audrey. Well, I started out when I was 16 in my father's front-engine dragster. He had a front-engine dragster company that we built over 169 dragsters. So I drove that for about eight seasons. And um, after that, I met my husband who knew Gary and Bob Leverich with the Leverich Racing Top Fuel Dragster. And we asked them if I could get my license in their car. And over about a nine-month span of time frame, I jumped in their car and got my license and made my NHRA debut debut in Maple Grove in 2017. That's amazing. So you you basically went from a junior dragster to top fuel, and now you're, what, 27? Yeah, I'm 27 years old. Um, I started in the front engine car when I was 16, and that car, my career best in that car was an 864 at about 165 mile an hour. Wow. And my career best right now is a 396 at 297 mile an hour. Now, I understand because I, I was scrolling through some photos of you and I, I happened to come on a photo that was taken of you after you ran your first sub four second lap and you had the <laughs> biggest smile on your face. I mean, what does that feel like? Can you describe that? for our audience what that feels like from a driver's point of view to 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 go th- uh, do a three-second lap and and be that fast right uh it's just an incredible feeling we had run five consecutive four zero zeros um between the end of last year and the beginning of this season so when the clutch locked up at about 300 feet i could tell that it was pulling a lot harder I couldn't tell how much incrementally harder it was pulling, but I knew that it was going to be sub four seconds. And when I got out at the top end and I asked the NHRA safety safari what it ran, and they're all jumping around saying it ran 396. I mean, it was just incredible. My guys and the Leverage family, I can't thank them enough for the opportunity to get into the top fuel car. And just to be able to run 396 and start to get incrementally closer to competing with the big boys, is just an incredible feeling and the whole family and my husband and team and myself haven't stopped smiling since Virginia two weeks ago. I can only imagine. I mean, that's incredible, Randy. That's that's crazy. I mean, it just, it has always boggled my mind how somebody goes that fast. Okay. I want to transition to a couple things. First of all, we're going to talk about your partnership with Strut Masters in a moment, but I want you to talk about the, work that you're doing and the cause that you are associated with in terms of OutrunPD.com and the whole Parkinson's awareness aspect of what you do. Right. Um, My grandfather was diagnosed with Parkinson's and passed away in 2010. And my father is diagnosed with early onset at the age of 40. Mm. And he is now 54 years old and he goes to all the races with me. So we started, teamed up with the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and we were raising money for them last season, and we started the Outrun PD for Outrun Parkinson's Disease campaign last year, and 
every race we went to, we would have people that were inflicted by the disease or their family members come up and either sign their name on the car or write the name of their family member on the car. And I actually, outside of racing, um, I work with Parkinson's patients with a program called Rock Steady Boxing to help with their mobility and their walking and their gait. Um, so I'm really, I love the Parkinson's community. Obviously, it hits close to home with my grandfather and my dad and all of our race fans out there that have Parkinson's disease. And it's just, I mean, I love giving back, and that's one way that I can give back that's close to my heart. So that's how that all started. Wow. Yeah, I, I had an uncle. Uh, my mom's uh, oldest brother passed away a couple of years ago. I think he was 80. Uncle Don was, and, and he died of Parkinson's. And I watched what he went through the last year or so of his life. Um, gosh, I, I will certainly uh, continue to pray for your dad. And uh, it's 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 just a very, very, it's one of those those situations you just don't wish it on anybody. And, and I really hope at some point that we can conclusively stop this after it you know once it's diagnosed there's a way there becomes a way to stop it but um can can you talk about because um it, it's it seems like you're following in the footsteps of cha-cha Muldowney and and when I was little I used to love watching cha-cha race and I think I was just it you know it, I was a kid when she was racing and I think it was the idea of here's this woman going that fast and you know can you talk a little bit about um, that in, in terms of how that plays into your racing? Yeah, I mean, she's a, huge, she's a huge idol for a lot of women in the motorsports industry. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting her a couple years at in, a couple years ago at Indy, and she's just so sweet and very helpful and gives a lot of advice and just a huge, tremendous legend in the sport of, knocking down walls that us women now in the modern area don't have to fight as hard like she did when she was driving in top fuel back then. But just amazing to be able to follow in her footsteps and drive a top fuel car. And it's actually funny. We talked about um, she licensed in her competition license um, in a front-engine dragster, and that's what I licensed in before we both made the jump to top fuel. Oh, wow. And we actually both licensed in New Jersey in competition eliminator. And then we both licensed in top fuel at Cayuga Raceway in Canada. And I just found out those statistics this wow. week that That's crazy. it's just so uncanny that it's that close in statistics. Literally decades apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris? That's crazy. Did you, uh, I thought, sorry, I thought you jumped in there. My, I'm, I'm curious if, if you guys had, if you asked her like for advice. I mean, obviously, somebody who you know has a couple of generations of you know work in the, in the field. I mean, did you did you you know kind of seek for advice or you know what what kind of things to to go for? Because obviously, I know you know the Force family is is big in the in the racing world. But aside from that, you know, there's not a whole lot of female presence anymore in, in anything you know, motorsports related anymore. So did you ask for, you know, any advice that she could give you going forward in your career? Yeah, I talked to her a couple of years ago and she basically just says, keep working and don't let anyone stop you and try to live your dream. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're living a dream. So. Well, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing, honestly, um, in your background story and, and the fact that you're racing to promote awareness for something that, certainly on a personal level for me is is very 
near and dear to my heart as well. Um, I'm fascinated by your story. Uh, talk a little bit about what your schedule is and, and kind of how people can follow you as well so that everybody can go like your social media and such. Okay. So we are planning on doing five events for the rest of the 2019 season. Um, we're planning on being at Bristol next week and probably Epping, New Hampshire, um, Charlotte, Maple Grove in Reading, Pennsylvania, just some local East Coast ones. We're from Pennsylvania, so Maple Grove's a given being our home Obviously, track. yeah. We're looking but, forward um, to coming to see you at Charlotte, for sure, when you come back in the fall. Oh, awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Billy Lawrence in our chat says hello. And, uh, of course, Randy hello, Pettit Billy. from Strutmasters has been uh, uh, watching us as well. And I know Randy's excited about the partnership. And I'm going to ask you to hang on. We're going to step aside, talk to you after the break. More of Motorsports Madness okay. in just a moment. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I could listen to that all night. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, Tom Baker, and we've got uh, actually no Jacob Seelman tonight. Randy Miller uh, sitting next to me in the Race Chaser studio. Chris Murdoch behind the glass in the tech shed operating the controls for this show. And uh, we are excited to continue talking with a young lady who is uh, making her name in the NHRA's top fuel class. Uh, and Audrey Worm is her name. And Audrey, we uh, are thankful that you were able to hold through the break. And I want to talk with you a little bit about um, at the track. Do Can you kind of walk us through a, a day, a race day at the track. As a driver, I know that you obviously, you know, one of the things I love about the NHRA is that the fans are able to get right down into the uh, pit area and interact with, with all of you as drivers. But what kind of obligations do you have during the day? And do you have a role actually working on the car at all uh, in between rounds? Right. My team is an all-volunteer crew. Um, Gary and Bob Leverage and all of the Leverage Racing crew are all volunteer. And so I definitely help out in the pit in between rounds. Um, we're, we're a very low-budget team, so a lot of teams let us go and scrub their tires. Um, oh, wow. So in between rounds, I'm doing stuff like that, like going down through the pit into another guy's trailer and going to get some tires and sometimes I help my husband build the racks of rods and pistons and I'll do anything I have to do my dad and I um pack my shoots together so I know that the car will get me stopped with my shoots because I pack them myself and my dad watches and helps me and so I definitely am very hands-on and involved with the team just because we are so low budget and all volunteers so we all just jump in wherever we're needed and i love interacting with the fans in between rounds signing autographs taking pictures just saying hey how's your day going and just hanging out i mean the track the nhra family is just a big second family to me and my guys and the team it's all a family and friends team so we just are out there at our happy place having a good time how much time have you spent with john force i just feel like that's one of those opportunities i've had the chance to talk to him a few yeah, times and me too. yeah it's kind of like you say hey john how's it going and about 30 minutes later he's still giving you details right right john <laughs> and his whole family they're great their whole operation um, they help us out. A lot of teams in the NHRA, what, what fans might not know is a lot of teams actually help us out with parts that they run, that they cycle out of the car. We actually use a lot of um, used parts that they take out of their cars because we don't run as aggressive and as hard, so we can put more laps on their parts that they actually take out, let's say, every lap or every couple laps. We get a couple more laps out of the parts, so... We get a lot of help from the big teams, and John and his whole operation are one of those teams. And so my dad and I 
spend some time talking to John, and I talk to Brittany on a regular basis, and they're just such a great family, and John's such a great guy. It's got to be interesting because in the NHRA, I mean, you know, for example, in NASCAR, we, you know, we have a few, um, you know, lady racers, and it's kind of an anomaly still for, even though we've had, you know, Janet Guthrie and Lynn St. James and Danica Patrick and all of that, it still sort of feels different. In the NHRA, we've had enough so that it's it doesn't even feel differently. Do you kind of get the sense that you're just another racer there, it, it, that you're not really necessarily looked at any differently because you happen to be a female? Right. Uh, I don't think that anyone really looks at us differently. I think they just take us as one of the racers, and we kind of go out and each hold our own, and we're just out there. We're all competing for the same thing. We all have the same goal, and... We're all just a big family, and they're my brothers, and I may be their little sister or their bigger sister, but I don't think anyone treats us differently just because we're females, no. That's awesome. That's good to know. And that brings me to the next big point, because you you have just recently announced a partnership with the folks at Strutmasters, and we are huge fans and friends, thankful to be friends of uh, Chip Lofton and Randy and, and, the, and the staff there. Uh, they are just a huge part of what we do at Race Chaser and what we're building. Um, and I know that it must be exciting for you because you're in a situation where every little bit helps, right? Oh, definitely. I am so thankful to Chip Lofton and Strutmasters.com for coming on board and Randy and Jerry and the guys. They're all great. We had the great opportunity to go down and film some commercials and ads this week for NHRA on Fox and go down and see Chip and Strutmasters.com's wonderful facility. And my father and I just had the greatest time. They're just some good southern guys and it's a family-run business and it was just a great time so i can't thank chip and strutmasters.com enough for the opportunity and just to every little bit helps us like i said we're all volunteer team and just to get us out there and get us to the races and get us over that hump to the next level is just i am so beyond blessed to be living this dream with chip and i can't thank him enough well, it sounds like you're just really 100% into what you're doing. And I always love to talk to a racer. And again, it, it, it's, it's, I think it's awesome that it happens to be a female, but I love talking to a racer who is not afraid to go chase tires, go work on the car, go do all those <laughs> other things that it takes, and then can go out there and have the focus to, to go run at, at high speeds. And obviously, uh, you know, you've done a great job and, and, you know, love to see the cause that you're running for. Uh, before we let you go, is there anything else that we should know about you? Anything that we should know about Parkinson's? Uh, and, and please go ahead and run through your social media one more time as well so everybody knows where to find you. Okay, first, my social media is Audrey Worm Racing on Facebook, and Instagram and Twitter are both Aud, A-U-D, Worm Racing, so you can follow me on there. I'll follow you back. Send me some love and some comments, and just, I can't thank, like I said, I can't thank Chip Lofton and Strutmasters.com for coming on board with us, and I'm so pleased and blessed to be out there being able I love racing. Being at the track is my second home. And just to be able to go and do it and raise awareness for Parkinson's disease and to be able to do it with my husband and my dad and all of the Leverage family, 
And just thanks to NHRA for giving us the platform to be able to go out there and run out there and Mellow Yellow for giving us the the series to run in. I'm just, I'm truly living a dream and I'm having a great time and I'm looking forward to see what the rest of the future and next year brings. Well, we've been delighted to have you on the program. We'll look forward to having you back as we get closer to Charlotte. In fact, the week of Charlotte, if we can work out the schedules right, uh, we're live on Thursday nights. But if we can work it out right and you don't have any obligations at the Speedway, we'll try to get you up here into our studio and, uh, and let you be on with us from the studio. That sounds great. I would really love that. Audrey, thank you so much for taking the time tonight, and thanks to Chip and uh, Randy and all the folks from Strutmasters for arranging that for us. That is Audrey Worm, and you know what, Randy? It's always cool to interview someone who I, I love underdogs. We yep. love underdogs on the show. Always cool to interview somebody in Audrey's situation who is just gritting it out and trying to make it in a sport that's very difficult uh, to do that. Yeah, you can tell that she was excited. You know, you could tell in her voice that she was happy and ready to go. And, and that that's that's awesome to have that mentality of going. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this and I'm gonna do it as if I'm just another person and just another yeah. racer and I'm not gonna be treated any differently. I you love know, her uh, energy. Yeah, yeah I do she's too. Got great energy. Yeah, yeah she was energy. so well spoken and so passionate. And you know, that's when you're racing for a cause. Mm -hmm. I think it puts you in the right place right. in your heart. Right. And I think it just it helps the hard work to feel worth it for you because you're you're doing something that benefits other people and i just love that about her and i love chris chris nailed it i love her energy mm -hmm. she was so much fun to talk to i mean you know honestly um you know i could have spent the rest of the show with her just learning more about her background and we'll we'll get her back on a little bit uh, later on in the season as we get closer to the Charlotte race. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting with the NHRA because I keep saying every week when we talk about results or whatever, you get these upset winners. I'm doing right. air quotes. It's, it's hard to imagine that they're that, that type of racing just breeds that. And you never know from week to week, who's going to get, who's going to get lucky and, and get through the rounds. And you know what, What's hard for me is I look at the size of the crowd, even though the crowd we had in the spring at Charlotte, I was surprised how off the crowd was. And I'm hoping that was just an anomaly because I love NHRA racing. And anytime it's anywhere near here, I want to go and be a part right. of it. It's like nothing else you'll ever see. Yeah, it's a completely different ball game. I've, I've, I haven't been able to, to go to an NHRA race, but I've been to like IHRA, like I've yep. been to some of the other tracks. and. It's it's a complete. We talk a lot about IndyCar and NASCAR and how much different they are, and, and NHRA is in a whole other league by itself. If you've never been, I've got plenty of friends that have gone, and I've got friends in the business, and I just I want to go one of these days just so I could get that feel of adrenaline of you know 300 miles an hour in 2.2 seconds. She talked about it being a big second family for her and that's how all of those guys and girls have just great personalities they're very humble they're all very approachable they're very open if they're just kind of hanging around they'll they'll sign autographs for you if you walk through the pits i mean you know i think it's the perfect place for somebody like audrey to succeed because her energy would be infectious so I encourage everybody to go follow her on her social media and if you're at a, an nhra event go to the pits and go find her and, and say hello because I'm sure that uh, you'll have a friend that you could have some ongoing conversation with. We got more of Motorsports Madness, a lightning round coming up next. Stay with us.
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Zane Smith, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. It is time for the lightning round. Our show presented, of course, by the good folks at mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And can also, we shout out the chat room the, in our, we, our we, video we can. chat real yes. quick? Yes, okay. uh, we, we have um, a couple of things in the chat that we can mention here, but um, we'll get started uh, with the lightning round in a moment. Uh, first of all, thank you to uh, uh, John Worm in the chat uh, John is, uh, of course, Pop Worm. Pop Worm, and, uh, as, he, as he put in, in the chat. That's, that's clever. As it like were. That. And uh, John has been very gracious to us, and we are grateful for that. And we, we, had, we had a good time with Audrey, and we're looking forward to having her back again. Um, as we get started in our lightning round, I want to focus first uh, 
on IndyCar. We're going to do a little fill-in-the-blank here. I'll go around the table. Because IndyCar was at Bell Isle over the weekend. Sounds like an exotic island, but it's actually Michigan. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it's, in the, it's downtown Detroit, pretty much. Right. Otherwise, right. Known right. As, uh, otherwise known as Boar Isle mm-hmm. uh, to, to some folks. Um, so here's the question. The weekend's races at Bell Isle for the IndyCar series were blank. Uh, great. I said great. I said great. Race two was better than race one, but you didn't you didn't separate them. You combined them together. I so races, I have to yeah. say great because. So you thought race race so you one race two was great. Race wait, we uh, explain race. I f- I thought race two was great. Race one was eh, but I think the action in race two made up for race one. So I think I said great. See, okay, that's interesting. Um, Chris, do you want in on this? I say, eh, because you know they like were ra- meh. Yeah, because like that's M E H for those of you. Keeping like score. Randy said, you know, race one was and you know race two was okay, so you get meh. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm going somewhere between you. I'm going to say that the weekend's Bell Owl races for the IndyCar series were pretty were pretty decent. I'm so, I'm throwing in two words in there, and the reason that I say that is because I actually thought race one was better than race two. Um, I like crashes. So I'm, I'm not all the guy. Well, that, see that I'm not the guy who normally likes rain racing because I feel like it's not racing at that point. I know that our road course group and our audience is all, well, but it's challenging. It's technical. It's, I, I get it. It's just to watch. It's painful because I know there's a driver in that car who really wants to go about 50 miles an hour faster than he was, than he's able to go. Um, and I feel like it's who can go the slowest, the fastest. So I, I just, um, plus you get a scenario like you have with Zach Veach where the poor kid spins before the race even starts because the track's in terrible He shape. recovered though. So it's all- <clears throat> but that was exactly why I thought once the race started, the track got drier and drier and drier. And the interesting thing was that everybody started on different tire strategies. So you had some drivers like Zach, you know, he went to the back and once again showed his road race prowess because he was able to, to work his way back up into the top 10 fairly you know quickly through the race but you had you had a lot of passing and it really i thought it made for a very interesting race i don't know it's interesting just to talk about scott dixon's weekend because i don't remember the last time i saw scott just drive a car into a wall yeah, it's you know, been a while. It's been a while. Um, no, and, and, and as far as we know, nothing broke or whatever. He just made a mistake, which is that happens about once every 76 years. When So that must mean Haley's Comet is coming back. Um, but the next day, he goes out and wins. <laughs> it's like, I fixed it. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, so, wait to say, you know, screw you all. I'm going to go and win this race. I'm not a big fan of Belle Isle, but I, I thought the races overall were pretty decent. I was very... Uh, very impressed with with the weekend as it were sunday was a disaster crash wise but you know what that's kind of more what i'm used to see <laughs> on those tracks so i don't know that i penalize so much it's kind of just what i expect okay so now we're going to talk about can i can i give a little shameless plug before we transition completely sure. out of indycar if you want to hear a really 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 good behind the scenes story of owning an indycar team and racing an indycar Go listen to the Inside Groove Radio pod or Inside Groove podcast, I should say, uh, with Doug Didero, and 
you, Tom, because there was a really, really cool story that I thank can't you stop for thinking about pointing that out. Because um, for those who don't know, Doug Didero was is a Canadian who raced in the supermodified, still is racing in the supermodified division at the Oswego Speedway up north. But Doug, back you know several decades back in the in in I think it was the early nineties went to um the went to Indy and had a chance to race at Indy and did some other Indy car racing. He and his cousin bought a team from Joey Chitwood. And if you go to Inside Groove Podcast on Facebook, just type in Inside Groove Podcast, uh, you will have access to our latest Inside Groove Podcast. It's a super modified podcast, but Doug really went into some detail about the mental aspect of running the Indy 500 and driving an Indy car and talked about being at Texas and having, I think it was Scott Goodyear crash in front of him and he missed him by about three inches. And he talks about how at that moment he was going over 200 miles an hour. And so to be able to process and, and what happens to your mind when you're driving those cars at those kind of speeds, it was really interesting and detailed and i think you all would enjoy it, it's that a must part of listen it. on my list you yeah. gotta get that's just that's history right there yeah it certainly is uh he he definitely did a, a, a probably a better job of really describing that and then afterward when we were off the air he was even he got even he drilled down even more and got even more kind of graphic about uh things and and such so um we're hoping to get back on again a little bit later on in the summer we'll let him kind of finish that that part of it but yeah inside groove podcast uh on uh facebook is the is our official facebook page and if you are a soundcloud person you can go to inside groove podcast on soundcloud as well and follow us and you'll be able to listen to all of those podcasts it's a weekly super modified based podcast you miss all the cool stuff when you don't pay attention yeah so there's Uh, there's his show and my show and blake is in our chat room right now. yeah and i was gonna say and also by the way while we're plugging different shows Randy also has a show. You have uh, the Inside Pass. The inside you pass. you we and were, I actually are yes, co-hosting. Last, last night we had uh, Chris Rice on. Great yeah. time. He's still texting me even now talking about how great of a time he had. I'm like, Chris, of course. Okay, you're going to pay my phone bill this month when I get all the charges for my text messages. But anyway, he had, a great, he had a great time. Team and, manager? Uh, team, team president yeah, for college. Team Gracie. president for college. Yeah. Um, and so he's... He's had a number of titles there. But, yes, he's uh, had a number of titles. Still the crew chief for the 10 car. So. But great guy is one of them, and he was on last night. And uh, Blake is in our chat room, and Blake Harris is going to be on next week to talk dirt racing with us. And uh, So make sure to tune in. Uh, yeah, that should be 8, fun. 8 p.m. Eastern time, InsidePassLive.com. InsidePassLive.com or Spreaker. Yes. There. Yes, okay, there so we got the plugs okay. out of the way. Yes. All right, next question, because, you know, this has been – I want to hit NASCAR here. This has been a season, a story of two – Two organizations, Penske and Joe Gibbs Racing. Mm-hmm. Now, it isn't that they're the only two that have won anything. They're pretty much the only, well, but they are pretty much the only two that have won anything. Hi, Chase Elliott. Here's my okay. Here's <laughs> he, so here's the question: Who is the next organization to step in and start seriously challenging these two organizations? Who is the next organization that sort of comes out of the fog and is able to start winning some races? Chip Ganassi Racing and Kurt Busch. Wow, you even went to the driver. Why do you feel? Oh, yeah. Why do you feel that way? Well, because I feel like I mean Kyle Larson, as of right now, had one streak of great luck, which was the All Star race, and then 
that, that I mean, he, he did win two stages, you know, at Pocono, but then, you know, that was it. So Kurt Busch has been consistent all year. And uh, aside from Hendrick, he's been the best Chevrolet on the on track all season long. Yeah, I and agree. it's just a matter of time before he sees victory lane. So I my my vote goes to Kurt. Justin Sullivan in our chat says RCR, I hope. He's he's, he's, he's he's shaky on the faith, but he's RCR, I hope. I mean, uh, you got to throw him in there. It's I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, Randy Pettit, uh, Stuart Haas Racing, Rod Wortham, Stuart Haas Racing, Chris Murdoch, you say. Hendrick Motorsports. If Why? you look at them, they're consistently getting better. They're starting to figure out that Chevrolet program. I mean, they're finishing top ten now. You know, all four of them are getting up there a little bit. So I think you start to see some Hendrick drivers start to knock off some wins. Well, I agree with you. I think it's Hendrick Motorsports. I do think Kurt Busch is going to win his way into the playoffs, though. Um, and that begs the question, what is wrong with Kyle Larson? What is going on with the 42 team? We can't just blame Kyle for this. What is wrong, if you Randy, put a, with if, that team? If you put a sprint car wing on the car, he probably might be, figured, be able to figure it out. <laughs> How long before we do you think before we start seeing changes? I don't I – mean, I, I really – Knowing, not knowing Chip Ganassi, because I don't know him personally, but knowing the kind of person he is, he's not going to settle for anything less than the best. So if Kyle doesn't perform at the level that he wants him to perform, now, now don't don't get me wrong. I mean, last year it was all about Kyle Larson while Jimmy McMurray was, you know, running for dead last. This year it's it's not the same. I mean, it's kind of a different situation because Kurt's doing better and Kyle's not doing that bad. But between the two teams, obviously Kurt is way ahead of where Kyle Larson is right now in terms of performance. And it's, it's going to be a situation where either Chip Ganassi says, look, you're going to have to choose between running cup or running sprint cars because obviously the mentality doesn't transition very well See, for him. I don't uh, – boy, it's, <laughs> I hear you. I mean, I just I'm don't sorry. believe – I, I don't just, think I don't that's – I because I, Kyle's shown that he's capable of winning NASCAR races. Kyle. You, do you think it's Kyle more I than do. the team? I, I think he, I think he's too nice of a guy. I think he he's getting run over. I mean, and, and I'll be the first to say, you know, when when you look at Radioactive this past week, his main complaint was, I mean, he got ran over by Joey Logano at Pocono. You know, he he needs to start being more aggressive to the guys that are rubbing him the wrong way, or he's just going to keep getting run over. It's an interesting point of view. I, I, you know, there's probably something to that. To Blake Harris in our chat says, well, Kyle's won two World of Outlaw races. The QRC opened at Millbridge in the past two weeks. He believes he'll get on the right track on pavement. Uh, let's hope so. Um, you know, I just, it's so amazing the difference in performance at times between the two, uh, the two teams. And I don't think it's a matter of personnel. There's just something that has gotten off with that 42 team and or with, with Kyle. Uh, and I certainly hope they get it together in the second half because here's what i will say about this if kyle larson if if they get on a roll if he gets a win and really gets his confidence up all you gotta do is win to get in the playoffs if he can win his way in somehow i think kyle larson's a championship contender because remember you just got to get through the rounds and get to homestead no by the way kyle loves that place Yep, because he can run right up against the wall, and that's where he likes it's, to be. It's so. made for dirt racers. I mean, Tyler Reddick won a championship just yep. because he could ride the outside. Yeah, yeah it's it's true. really interesting. It's been an interesting story, what's going on with with uh, with Kyle. And, and uh, you know, Rod agrees with you, and Blake agrees with you. Um, you know, just uh, just going to be fascinating. I think I think the whole cup rest of the season is going to be fascinating and we we will have more to say about that on next week's program uh jacob will be back with us and that's gonna throw a checkered flag for us for this week 
um, as we get ready to end our lightning round, we'll have a closing thought or two when we come back. But, you know, as, as we get set to go to break here, I want all of you to ponder something when it comes to the NASCAR Cup Series season from here forward. Right now, we got two organizations that have won most of the races. If those two organizations continue to dominate like this, we could very well see a playoff scenario where we could have three or four Joe Gibbs racing cars at Homestead going to be really interesting to watch that so keep your eye as we go forward that's why i think somebody else has got to step up okay that will close out our lightning round we'll be back with our closing thoughts here on motorsports madness in just a few moments stick around we've got plenty more to come i'm going to ask randy and chris a sixty-four thousand dollar question right around the turn Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. 
The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Okay, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This is our last lap segment here as we wind our way out of here for another week. We've got about a minute and a half left. I got a $64,000 question for Chris and for Randy, and no, they don't really win sixty-four grand if they get it right or wrong, because this isn't that kind of a question. If you were NASCAR's CEO and you could add one track to the twenty twenty one schedule, what would it be and why? Cup Chris, schedule. Chris, Chris go first. <laughs> uh, oh, I know where oh maybe Road America. Oh, that wasn't at all where I thought you were going. Why? Oh because uh, we need more traditional road courses. Well, that would certainly be a good road course. How about how the, about it, Randy? The, the one the one track I can think of is Iowa because I feel like it would be a really good race if yes. we went to Iowa with the Cup cars. To so. me, that is the sixty four thousand dollar answer. Yes. It's Iowa. I mean, I I love Road America and I'd like to see them add them both, but I think Iowa is the perfect track to add to that schedule there's about three or four or five grooves on that thing and i think it would make for a heck of a cup race and i've got a pretty good feeling that iowa and gateway will be among the first tracks in uh as they start uh, talking about cup race randy pettit says vir and nashville fairgrounds interesting okay we got about 20 seconds i gotta get us out of here quick so thanks to all of our sponsors strut masters and also of course uh, my computer career and hms motorsport for randy for chris for everybody who is associated with this show and our staff i'm tom baker have a great week everybody god bless see you next week You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.